Alrighty, let's talk about weird shit. Mm, weird shit manifesting. <laughs> I find it incredibly easy. Let's take a side trip real quick, though, shall we? If you want to make something hard, make it very important to you. Like your life depends on it. You see, when you get it exactly backwards, uh, you get it exactly backwards. Imagine trying to drive, right? So more than once, I drove from Pennsylvania through Kentucky. I don't think I ever drove to Kentucky. I don't think that was ever one of my goals or outcomes or dreams. But I've driven through quite a few times. So I'd drive, for example, from Pennsylvania to Florida to go see my Uncle Homer. Mm, dead now. Used to tell a good yarn. Learned about Uncle Clark through him. But Uncle Homer, well, I'd say I'd be driving, right? So I'd leave Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area, right? The backwoods of Pennsylvania. Mm, get on the highway and drive down. Take about 24 hours or so to get from my joint to his joint, you know? And, uh, but here's the thing. I drove in this thing called Forward, right? My old Chevy S10 pickup truck, it had five forward gears. And the top one did 55 to 65. Pretty sweet, even though it was a four-cylinder, right? I bought that car for seven, or that truck for seven grand. Ah, loved it. Lots of fun. Didn't have a radio, came with barf carpet. In other words, the rubber shit on the floor, because I, I, I was poor. I picked the least amount of options. But anyway, I digress. Let's make something important, shall we? If I make something important, that's like driving backwards to Florida. Right, so I put the car in reverse. I only got one gear for reverse, and after about an hour or two, my neck starts to hurt. You know what I mean? Or maybe I just tell the woman, woman, you tell me if I got to go right or left. And of course, she's screaming out, left, left. I mean, right. I mean, like, we're back. I mean, like, you see, to me, that's weird. Don't try to do things in reverse. And if when you go, right, my entire life is dependent upon the lottery win, the special person, the meatball. All right, let's just call it the meatball, right? <laughs> when your entire life is dependent upon the meatball, right, it gets weird. It sounds weird, doesn't it? On the other hand, when you give life to meatballs in your life, you're going to have them. See, you don't get life from a meatball. Your life doesn't change because of the meatball. You give life too. See, I give life to happy, loving husband. I give life to... And by the way, you all know I love Victoria. I'm a little bit sweet on her. I don't make her my source of happiness, but I imagine her happy. I'm always dropping hints. We're going to do a course on how to manifest love if you want in it. It's going to be probably one or two live calls, maybe three, right? <laughs> uh, if you want in, let me know. We'll give you the details on that soon. But meanwhile, let's talk about weird manifesting, right? With weird manifesting, we don't make something so important that we become impotent, right? I'm a very impotent guy. I tell everyone I know. Like a politician. Anyways. Hoo-ha. So here's what I got to tell you. Years ago, I used to be a vegetarian. I did it for like two years. I was drawn to do it. I woke up one day and decided, you know what, I'm not, I don't feel like, I have no desire to 
eat flesh, so I didn't. And there were times during that two years where I had cheese. Boy, I could make the most wickedest nachos with the best farmer's cheese. I uh, didn't, never had eggs or anything like that, so I guess I was more like a lacto-vegetarian at times. Ate a lot of grains, learned a lot about you know, mixing foods to get complete proteins, had a great time for two years. And one night, right, at one night, my wife at the time, my special person and I, we were watching television. And on the television, we're probably watching something like a Jack Nicholson movie or something. Anyway, they brought out a man's meat, right? So they brought out the steak on a plate. And they sat it in front of him. And you could look and you can just tell it was char-grilled just right. He cut it and the juices came out. And I went, mmm. <laughs> Next day, I went to the shop, 7 in the morning, got me a steak. I'm cooking it for breakfast. I, I know. The nutritional experts say you should never do that. You should slowly reacclimate so that your body doesn't cramp up and die. Now, you see, I, I imagined eating steak. <laughs> and I found myself at the store at 7 in the morning. I'm not a store at the 7 in the morning kind of guy. Never have been. But there I was. You see, I played my part. The store played their part. They had this big, thick T-bone... It like, hey, it, it expires today, so it's dirt cheap. And you know how I like top shelf meat at ground meat prices even back then. That was fun. But let's get to some really weird ones. Ready? I didn't drink alcohol for years. I'm beginning to sound like Neville, right? So Neville didn't eat meat. Neville didn't drink alcohol. <laughs> Abdullah made fun of that. You think that matters, Neville? <laughs> One greater than John. There's a reason why we explore that in every triple D. But anyway. I didn't have any desire to drink anything alcoholic for years. And then I made it a moral thing. It's like, you know what? I wouldn't accept anyone into uh, like different programs that I was doing if they were like, yeah, if they had drunk within 72 hours and stuff. I had all sorts of dumb shit in my head. You, know? <laughs> you see, the chemistry set doesn't lead the chemist. Write that down. The car doesn't drive the driver. The driver drives the car. You're the driver. But anyway. So one day, every day I used to go to the park and I'd do my practice. My practice included stuff like Tai Chi tracking, listening to birds. What some people would call meditation, but a little bit different. And so I'm down at the park. I'm having a blast. And I start to experience an ice cold beer. Yeah, I haven't had a beer in years. And I'm just enjoying the feeling of that. Ooh, you know, like, like Neville says, can you picture a stream? Can you make it so real that when you dip your hands into it, you can feel it on your fingers? Can you take that water up and then suck it down and feel it going down, 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 down? Like that? Can you feel it? See, that's what happened. I had that with a, with a, just a sip of beer. My favorite beer at the time was Budweiser, right? So I'm down in the park, I finished up my Tai Chi practice, pretty much like a walking state akin to sleep, hint. And I experience that, and I just take a little walk toward one of the pavilions, and I can see somebody put my fucking picnic tables in the creek again. I'm not a happy camper, right? I did everything I could to run those vandals out, more on that later. But they threw my picnic tables in the creek, 
This is a public park, by the way, but it's my public park. See, I'm into this thing called ownership. Write that down. Ownership. <laughs> See, I'm a taxpayer. I own it. Meanwhile, Triple D people, <laughs> pay attention. <laughs> so I had experienced... Uh, so I'm looking down at my picnic tables in the creek, and what do I see? Couldn't be. Oh my god, impossible. So I go down, I step into the creek, I bend over. There's like three six-packs of Budweiser hidden in the stream. Oh my god. Now I'm not a drink of a beard, seven in the morning kind of guy. But here we are, it's about seven in the morning. I've done my practices. <laughs> I've imagined up. Ooh. Down, down, down. See, I imagined up that beer. And there it was. I enjoyed one or two of those a day for until they ran out. But that was a weird little manifesting. You get it wasn't important. I didn't make it so my life depended on me having a beer. Mm. You want to get in trouble? Make it like that. Right? You want to get in trouble? I must never eat meat because I respect all life. Right? So you're telling me vegetables were never alive? You're telling me that rocks were never alive? Right? There's one consciousness that animates all things. See, my Native American mentors talked about it too. See, Neville, Neville talks about there's one cause behind it all. <laughs> right? How cool is that and how weird is that? Right? But meanwhile, see, you may not specifically create a rock in your head, right, or in your hand, but you can pick it up and put it on your plate in imagination. <laughs> as soon as I decided, as soon as I experienced eating flesh, I did. The next day, found myself playing my part. And I didn't care what she thought. She thought it was disgusting. She already ate meat. For whatever reason, she just liked to argue with me. I imagined that into my life. <laughs> See, I joke about it, but I've been there. Why do you marry someone? To make them wrong. <laughs> right? Hint, if you're single and you're dating someone and they tell you story after story after story about how their ex was wrong and how their other ex was wrong and how their other ex was wrong, you know what you have to look forward to unless you change something. Hmm. Really weird manifesting? Lift them up. I could have lifted her up. I could lift her up now just to be the blessing. I could lift her exes up just to be the blessing. You see that one coming? Because by lifting them up, I lift me up. You'll get that I'm in a relationship where that dynamic really doesn't exist. Hmm. Wonder why. So if you got gold today, if you get some of this really weird stuff, it's pretty darn cool. I'm going to invite you to notice the girl's giggle. That's a really weird lesson for most people. They hear about it here. They think they got it all figured out. Yes, it's lesson one in ManifestingMasteryCourse.com, but we explore that for the first seven days. Why would we explore something like the girl's giggled and triggers for seven days? Why would we explore ripples? See, for the first week, we explore... Size and speed, how vast and fast you are. In week two of Manifesting Mastery Course, we break loops because we don't want you to be loopy anymore. Week three, we dive into manifesting methods, you know. That's where everyone else wants to start. Mr. 20, how do I imagine a puppy? 
Rightio. How about if we take care of some other stuff first? No, no, I want a puppy. Because if I get a puppy, everything changes. Rightio. If you get a puppy, you get a puppy. Meanwhile, manifestingmasterycourse.com, 15 minutes a day, cost about a buck a day. I think you're worth it to you. There's the question, right? But Mr. 20, I don't know if I'm worth it. Rightio. Stop that. Ah. <sighs> You know that 1989 Chevy S10 pickup truck? When I bought it, the average lunch was $7. Drove down the road, McDonald's, 7 bucks. Wendy's, 7 bucks. That was 1989. 2022, you drive down the road. Maybe you've noticed the average lunch is 7 bucks. <laughs> Fascinating. Weird, isn't it? Meanwhile, why would he mention that? Don't get stuck on that freaking dot. People get stuck on mental dots for decades when they could have experiences. ManifestingMasteryCourse.com And finally, <clears throat> for those who share the show, those who share their lives with us, sharing is caring. You got gold today. If you didn't, stop listening. If you did, feel free to share it. Why not? Share it someplace. Share it someplace different than you have already. Somebody shared something with you and you got gold. Why not be the blessing? Mm. Have a lovely day. See ya.